I'm Nathan. Did you know Julia Childs was in the OSS? This could be a podcast. This could be a podcast. It's the precursor to the CIA, folks. Open your mind. Standoff between like, oh, here we have, we're doing social justice warrior. This is for the good of everybody yeah. versus like, okay, well, over 50% of the police force doesn't want to do it. So uh, tell, hey, tell 50% of the police force not to show up yeah. for work in Chicago. Just do it. Right. See, see what happens because that's where I am like this is hilarious because no. they can't they can't say that they've I think they've already extended it for certain precincts and stuff sure. like that but uh they can't they can't be like oh fuck they're not doing it hmm what and they're doing? unions so fuck they have at least some kind of fighting power they're not you know just an individual working a mm. job yeah so fuck okay well we're gonna play hardball right Okay, we'll play hardball with one of the most violent cities in the country. Tell tell the police force not to show up. Do and I and as a person that loves to watch things burn, I love it. Yeah, uh, yeah. So in this instance, the police union is doing the God's work. You know, I just I despise police unions, and like, and, and that's fine. Uh, I mean, but I'm just saying in case by case in this specific in case, this specific case, there it's it's very it's an interesting no, it is, I, poker I think match. that this is like a ridiculous. You've got a union who's not like necessarily representing your constituents, right? Did the union agree to the mandate? Uh, no, 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 they haven't. Okay, I no. here's it. The, they're, they're they're suing. They're I mean they're taking them to court. I think that, I think the Fraternal Order of uh, Police Officers is is a horrible organization. I think it's garbage. For someone that doesn't like things on the public record so much, I, I'm uh, listen. I think probably I would say that a majority of problems within police departments can sure be tracked down and like that union has far too much power and they're far far too likely to defend blind here's here's but my problem is blindly defending here's well, we're the, not talking if, about if, if you if my wife gets caught with a shotgun running through <laughs> this is a horrible example because this yeah. is it's gonna <laughs> any, come, back to, it's gonna come back to bite me no my if my wife gets caught red-handed you know chasing down and blasting people with a 12 gauge in a mall i'm not gonna go well clearly she had a good reason and uh was with totally within her rights of to do so as compared that's what exactly every single union spokesperson says the idea that uh i'm trying to remember who is uh brianna taylor right i'm trying to remember her boy live-in boyfriend's name yeah that was selling drugs no (laughs) He she was. She wasn't either. She, I'm pretty sure she was. Yes. Her. It was her ex-boyfriend. Sure. Her ex-boyfriend had issues with, was in the drug trade. She was not involved and not a part of it. Mm, I, and we can agree it, no, to disagree. No, because no, no, we're not going to get all, into that. All evidence, all evidence to the fact of her like going and. I thought pit- there was street footage of her. No. Yes, yes, there was. You could just, you saying no doesn't her, her mean like, true. No, like what they used to get the warrant was like. Somebody saying, I think she picked up a package that belonged to him. It was complete hearsay and not like actual fact. Anyhow, the guy was sleeping in his own bed mm-hmm. and, okay. co- and, and, and cops and cops come in and guns are blazing and he returns fire because guess what? You should be able to. Fucking I'm not sh- talking about that. Though. I know. I'm just. I'm just. I know. I know, I know. why you don't like police unions. I, 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 I get I, it. I, I understand. And I'm, there's I'm there's this, a million I'm, reasons. I'm fulfilling this. But in this, this one situation, I'm, I'm fulfilling a this tyrannical picture. government versus the one little thing that can do it. This, this is, is a, fun this is, to watch because this, this is a tyrannical, this is a tyrannical this is a, government. Government. We got. I would on. say 
cops looking for drugs. Sure. And it's not that doing it's not a, a no-knock warrant. Doing a no-knock warrant. Sure. And, bla- and then... Sure. And then when... But he, them no, standing no, up. Let me get my fucking point across. Oh, my God. Because, okay. okay, when the guy returns fire, because guess what? That's what you do when you're, you have a gun and people break into your house mm-hmm. in the middle of the night. Do you understand what a nuanced argument I know, is? I know. I'm getting there. I'm getting okay. there. Okay. Okay. When the, the guy returns fire and then hits a cop, mm-hmm. and then the next day you have, when the charges are initially, not, not initially dropped, continue to have the police union continue to demand charges be pressed against this guy and then put out a statement talking about how they're letting an attempted cop killer go free because of because of his actions that is a horrible horrible fucking organization and one that should be completely dismantled from the top down now that has nothing to do with vaccine mandates that has an I, and it's the Bill Cosby joke that Dave Chappelle had. Okay, I don't remember, it's not. I don't remember the. It's a, it was a long. It's I'm not going to explain jokes. You know, try yeah. to do that. But basically, if the if it's a superhero that does all good, but all they do is rape somebody every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. All right. It's just. <laughs> okay. It's just a joke. Okay. Anyhow, what, what I'm saying is again, this is what a nuanced argument is. Okay, this is the an enviable situation that most people are in when they don't necessarily uh, hate a Trump or love a Joe Biden, but they're in between. I mean, like. I don't think I can say they're right on this and I can say they're fucking wrong on this. I don't understand why that's egregious. We live in a very extreme world, right? So this one situation that you're going to point to with the police union is, and there's there's There's, countless. There's countless other examples just like that. But there's always going to be countless examples of any anything going wrong. But what I'm saying in this particular situation, that, I love the game that's going on right now. I love to watch it burn. Because you, you want to watch it burn. And first off, the I'd vaccine mandates have... are absolutely fucking horrible. They're, um, they're absolutely horrible. Yeah, I, well. And it's, it is. It's unnecessary and I'm gonna, stupid. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with, once again, it should be, a, listen, if, but my, if my but employer wants no, to do no, it. No, wait, hold on, wait. Okay, I, I yeah, let yeah, you talk, okay? okay. So, well, All right. I had a point. I no, know. you didn't. No. <laughs> my point is, that there are only certain institutions there are only so many bodies of institutions that yeah. can actually fight it and actually have like a say to make them move the the needle in right. any direction right me yeah me as an individual if my company decides that i have to do it to do it i have yeah. to make a choice whether yeah. i'm going to right. as an individual right fight against it right. i don't have a union to go back to i don't have any even like solidarity in group of people to like go I, to i'm it. gonna let you fucking exactly cut you loose so hard so, but see that's the thing like I can appreciate, though, when there is a chess piece on the board that yeah. is actually able to fight and withstand it. Kyrie Irving, what he's doing right now, I'm not saying I agree with everything fucking Kyrie Irving says, but I, I do appreciate <laughs> his stance. I, but that's the thing with yeah. anybody. Yeah. I don't care 100%. who it is. I mean, like, South- Tom I, think, Pet- I, I think Southwest Airlines fly- Tom Petty and I would have something to disagree on, I'm sure. It's but probably it, about tater tots. No, probably about Taylor Swift. <laughs> but anyway, what I'm saying is, like, I, can, I don't know why in this in this day and age that we're living in why, why you can't, can't itemize the things that we were talking about and say specifically like oh you know i don't think what they're doing is actually that fucking crazy or yeah. i don't think they're wrong and they, they should burn and uh, die here's i understand, an, I understand. Wait, you're not wanting to throw the baby out with the bathwater. here's an interesting example okay this let's go brandon thing that's going on okay we'll shift we'll do okay. a nice shift sure are you familiar with the let's go Brandon? Uh, yeah thing? it's okay. fucking idiotic and it but it's kind of funny it's, like it's funny how it's morphed. It's because that. Did you listen to the initial? Yeah, uh, it's, it's that's the a inception of it. That is mo- probably. I mean, it's up there and it should be 
when they do the end of the year tallies of egregious reporting, egregious media. Is it egregious fav- or genius? Favoritism. No, like egregious favoritism. Yeah. I, that's, I mean, this is, this is a corrupt bias news organization that is horrible. Not good. Yeah. Well, and so to, to that extent and to that point, like, so basically CNN has come out and I believe in Canada, they've, uh, eliminated it from social media you can't have hashtag let's Ooh. go brandon and everything like that Ooh. and right and it's like and i was thinking about that when i heard Bad. it i said huh so when they were okay. going let's or you know fuck trump all that well, time well, it wasn't it wasn't that okay yeah. they, they didn't take that stance on it and again i don't have to be a trump supporter or a biden supporter to be able to say like well that's hypocrisy well that's kind of crazy i mean i don't understand yeah. why if it was even some clever rendition to say, you know, to, uh, to casually or covertly, uh, covertly say, fuck Trump. It, I mean, right. It, it would be, it wouldn't be uh, stricken from the record. It wouldn't be villainized the way that it is right, right now. And that's what happens. It becomes like this, you take one side of the fucking story and that's the only side that's right. And it's, as long as I'm if, in the group of the, the majority, everything's yeah. fine. Right. That, that, it's, it's horrible. Uh, the idea that anybody would, I don't believe in wiping the record at all. I believe that I don't think believe in censorship. I, d- I think that you should be able to say what you want, including yeah. code phrases that mean, you know, yeah. fuck the president. That's fine. And quite frankly, well, we're talking about Canadians, so they don't know what they're talking about up there. Well, it's, it's, yeah. It's like, Sorry, all those Canadian folks that are listening. Uh, I mean, I, I once again love the United States Constitution. And I do believe that it is a very important document. And I feel like it's something that should be applied and more people should understand the rights and more people should know the rights Yeah, and pe- more people should push for the rights and not necessarily right. just, you know, give up. Yeah. And that's what I, I think most ideas that have happened, you take, you go back to something like unions and we don't want to spend an hour, you know, dissecting uh, uh, yeah. the pros and cons of unions or capitalism or sure. anything like sure. that. Like, cause it's, there's, countless examples of it being good and bad and working and not working and all these things. Right. 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 So it, that doesn't really matter. Right. But I believe though that like much like the constitution, it starts off with an altruistic belief that this is the best uh, way forward that mm-hmm. we, that we can think of right now. And I think when you put that in the context of like the constitution or the bill of rights or anything like that, like that is an incredible document. It's an incredible thing to think about when you're much more worried about where your next meal is going to come from mm-hmm. you're much more worried about someone just coming and killing you in the middle of the night like all those things were still in the play well that's against the law yeah well yeah it's against the law but it doesn't mean it's like i can't do it it's and just the go Constitution. you know yeah but i mean think about like yeah. most people can't write you know a book you know or like even you're a chapter me. even a chapter of a book yeah. you know most people don't even want to read a chapter of a book let alone right sit down and write that or like covertly talk about it like as they're you know under the threat of being killed for right, tyranny right. it's just an appreciation for like oh that wasn't as easy as just like a bunch of rich white dudes doing like this it's like yeah there's more going on there's i mean it's, it's a very well thought out document and i think it needs to be once again everybody go home like find yourself a fairly like dumbed down version of like what your rights are and understand what your rights are yeah. And use those rights and challenge them. Here, because understand here's the what they mean to you and to other people. Though, and here's as well. and, and here's the thing: and push back and like hold those rights near and dear. And this is something that I I truly believe. And this is the Constitution states that these are rights given to us by our Creator. God has come from on down on high 
to bestow you these rights. These are just from you existing. Mm-hmm. You have these rights, and they're built within the you know the breath of your soul. Right. Uh, and to carelessly just give it out willy nilly and very flippantly uh, is very frustrating. Well, you should goes ho- hold on to them near and dear to your heart because if you give an inch authoritarian government will take a mile take they'll take a mile take everything which goes back to the vaccine mandate like if you even if you agree that everyone should be vaccinated you should be against the government mandating or the government wink wink nudge nudge telling companies that they have to do that because it's a slippery slope it doesn't have to it doesn't when was when did it ever stop when does it ever stop when does it ever Uh, become a thing where it's like well you know yeah i believe the podcast i listened to they had an example of like well you know, it's mandatory castration. You know, they got to, you know, we got to do this. I mean, it's for population yeah. control. The population the is amount, doing this. The amount know? of people, like, uh, it's, and it's that, a farcical there, jump, but that's. Well, the idea that there was, you know, chemical castrations of certain groups of people yeah. in our society, in, in our history. Yeah, in our recent, our very like, recent Within history. the past century, yeah. dudes getting fucking, you know, chem- like castrated mm-hmm. and neutered. Like, that's insane. And how that, yeah. and, and it's totally illegal. And once again, if you don't cherish your rights and your dear to your hearts, then you've got a fucking problem. And that's why I go back to okay, d- sometimes it takes an imperfect tool <laughs> to create something and I to make it happen. Yeah. I mean, and, that, and, and once again, you've heard that proverb, like the imperfect uh, tool. I don't know about the imperfect Did, tool. Wasn't that one of the things they said with Trump? Like, I he is an know. imperfect tool. I think the religious, <sighs> the religious right, I think, used That's that. That's what they used? Well, because they... they it, it's very difficult for a, uh, you know, born-again Christians wrap their head around the third divorced, right. three-time divorced, yeah. billion, I mean, billionaire, quote-unquote, yeah. who's, a from all accounts... A real piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's, like, there's, you know, uh, you know, raising him up uh, on their shoulders and yeah. say, ah, oh, yes, yes, the right, you know, fundamentalist Christians love tool. this guy. You know, he's, a, he's not perfect, but that's not what we expect from our leaders. Yeah. But fuck Joe Biden. Well, I mean, well. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean. Here's the thing. Here's the difference between Trump and Joe Biden, though. Trump doesn't deny being an asshole. Trump doesn't deny being an asshole. Joe no, Biden. Talking, but he's is, a loving guy. He's a caring guy. Trump is an ass, or uh, Trump is an asshole, but does it, at least admits it. I Biden. Don't know, I don't know how much he Biden. I don't know how much he. People love me. People love me. People love me. Yeah, Biden. Some crazy people over there who don't like me very much and come at me oh, and, no, they're, he, and they're full of hate. You're confusing <laughs> asshole with a narcissist. He is a total narcissist. Absolutely. I don't think he. I don't. Think, I think every politician. I know. I'm not an asshole. I'm just a very tough negotiator. <laughs> I'm a tough guy. I know when to be a tough guy, but I also know how to love. Is, okay. Is not being a tough guy very <laughs> very close <laughs> to just being an asshole? I mean, that's I'm, the thing. I, I can be tough, but I'm fair. I'm fair. <laughs> you know who's not fair? This fucking media. This media is coming after me so hard. Well, they, All right, but people fair. love me. But the people, but they don't show the people that love me. They only the show the side, people. That, the other side of the coin is Joe Biden, where he thinks oh, I'm a nice guy. He's like, no, you're a piece of shit. No, he's a nice guy. No, he's he not ride, your grandpa. He rides trains <laughs> and loves ice cream and touches women inappropriately. It smells. At least Trump admitted he grabbed him by the pussy. <laughs> no, he did that in private on a bus. When talking to a guy from fucking was it was the was the mm-hmm. was the program uh, uh, entertainment? No, it wasn't yeah. entertainment tonight. It was uh, TMZ, wasn't T- it? No, it wasn't it TMZ. Wasn't TMZ. It was something stupid. But oh, again, God. where you're like, I w- I would rather you be yourself and be if you're a piece of sh- at least I know to stay away from you. 
like the person that is nice to me that's really it takes years or you know x amount of time to figure out like oh you're a piece of shit am i a piece of shit no you're not a piece of shit okay good no i'm just you're waiting for i'm waiting for that shoe to drop no no, no. i am a narcissist you're a narcissist but you admit it yeah well because well you know and uh, i think you're a functioning narcissist you know i it's this weird thing as we were upstairs talking about mm-hmm. it, talking about bumper stickers. I'm like, I don't want my opinions out there in the world. <laughs> and here I am talking to you like an asshole for, yeah, <laughs> I know I'm a dick. I know I, I have very yeah. dickish tendencies and I but would say, why? why? I don't know. It's just my general disposition. It's like watching the world burn. I like kind of like watching the world burn. Well, a little I, bit. Like I like the, I understand where you're coming from mm-hmm. with the police unions. It's nice to have someone push back because you're against vaccine mandates. Yeah, and, and, and when you're, and it's when ha- you're it's voiceless, nice having, when it's, you, ni- it's when nice having someone with power, not power, pushback. Mm-hmm. I just wish it was, yeah, it, well, here, for starters, I'm not else? sure exactly how I feel about the government mandating government employees. Mandate. I, I don't know how I feel. Mandating. Well, apparently, like the post office, I mean, that hasn't been. That's uh, that's another another strong, fairly strong union as well. Right, but he, we're getting into a situation with a not, wi- not as strong as it used to be. <laughs> well, no, no union is as strong as it used to be, because again, there was a time when there was an oppressed working class. I mean, the Battle of Blair Mountain is an ex- great it's, example uh, of what the power of a union can actually do, right? And the lengths that a company can go. I mean, going to get your stuff at the company store and. You get paid by the company in Ugh. company dollars, and then you have to go to the and company then you store. Get I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, the Battle of Blair Mountain is very interesting. It's a, it's an interesting thing, but also I'm gonna go ahead and say right now, and this is my thing with unions not being very pro union. Mm-hmm. You know, the the fine folks who are striking at the John Deere, uh, yep, they aren't having people smacked across the head with a billy club. No, and fucking their head, their skulls cracked, and it's like we've uh, moved, I, we've moved forward. on. Yeah. And so it's 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 uh, it, uh, there is a there's a sweet spot in there where I want people to push back and, and advocate for themselves more. But also, I understand that, you know, you shouldn't have companies hire local police to, you know, almost murder people and murder people as well. You know, not murder, but bludgeon people to death. That shouldn't be done. Yeah. Well, all. I mean, here's the thing. I'm against violence <laughs> and I'm not afraid to say it. Right. And, but an interesting uh, thought. And I just I, I've been thinking about this myself and I'm wondering, go on. Do you ever think there'll be another physical war battle like another physical like a big World War Two battle? No, just even like a, even an invasion of Afghanistan. Like we're 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 going to tactically send in military to a place. I think more I think more or less what this last year and a half has really proven is that you could you could have tactical uh, economic wars actually going on whether it doesn't matter the just like the reasons that the last year and a half happened it kind of laid a brute blueprint to show that like oh you can actually cripple gain control do all these other things through these means i wonder if this kind of gave I... a, a blueprint for again the we're striking or people strike now yeah. but it's not not getting hit over the head with the billy club right kind of thing oh, right so right. there's an evolution of just the process i could see i could fathom an all-out war against China. I really, I really could. Be, and being backed by the USSR, and then probably North Korea is just kind of as a, you know, another axis of evil situation. Wait, wait, wait. So we, we in this situation, I could, I could see we would take on Russia, China, and North I, Korea. I, right. I could see that happening. 
and, and w- we're gonna just put all the Rocky movies and Rambo I, movies together, just, and just all in all in one. I could, I could beat Sylvester Stallone versus as, everybody. As uh, as China has become more and more aggressive and more and more agi- you know, agitating, uh, I I could see I could see it happen. Not today, not tomorrow, but in the next thirty years, I could imagine where there would be a hmm. full on occupation of china after we decimated them with and, nuclear weapons because <laughs> that's what would happen well i mean that's i mean that's possible i don't know how what's the problem but again we go back into I can, I business interests. we I, go back into tide like nike really didn't care if we went into afghanistan I, nike oh. apple a lot of my major companies it's, would really care if we went to war with china because well, that's where it kind of goes into the economic war. That's where it goes into this this next level of warfare. I, I think that which we might actually be living in. We're, no, I mean, we have we're, we've been living in the in the economic back and forth with China for the past ten years plus. Well, uh, you know, ever yes. ever. I mean, honestly, ever since not to this extent, not to the extent that we're no, dealing they, with and, it. And now. they be, they become more and more. Like I said, they have become more and more aggressive with it, and it's become bad. Instead, they've lured us in with their sweet cheap cheap labor and able to their sweet sweet humanitarian (laughs) (laughs) crimes their cheap labor and able to be a toxic dumping ground and toxic manufacturing place for the world that's what china has been Mm -hmm. and now guess what they're kind of done doing that Mm -hmm. they're done taking our garbage they're done taking our literal garbage and recycling out of the united states and it's just sitting I don't know if they're done with it. I think they they just understand the power that they have to say we can take it away. They're closing that spigot. That spigot has been turned off. But they it's also kind to, of it's not totally off. But no, because there's coal reserves from Australia that they oh, depend on. I'm not, I'm not worried about. Well, listen, as they're they're working on their nuclear tech, man. It's like, sure when they become energy independent, mm-hmm. it's going to be a real fucking problem. That's where I go back to with and this then, union guess battle. Going to be here there. It's going to be fucking Russia. Russia is going to be there as a vast physical resource that they're going to. This is analogous to the it's going to be a fucking police problem. union versus the government of Chicago, where it's saying basically you have to do this. Yeah. And if we don't do this, then you'll do what? You'll take us off the streets. OK, we dare you to do that. I mean, that's kind of the position that China's in right now, where it says, OK, you want to play hardball with us? OK, well, here, what if we take all this away? Right. It, it affects right. life. Down to I don't I, I think it affects life in ways that we haven't fully experienced yet. I think we're just kind of scratching the tip of the iceberg on no, that. It's gonna be a sh- it's gonna be a shitty run when we say we're done participating with you economically. It's gonna be it's gonna be a hard fucking I don't think we have the ability gonna, to and say. And we're gonna see so many well, as people are working on developing new chip manufacturing outside of China. You know, develop. no, but it goes to your point of energy independence. I mean, that's really what it kind of comes down when to. When they become energy independent, th- and that's why it should be a race for this, which is why the climate change debate is so uh, backwards when it comes to solutions. I mean, we're talking about, you know, there are solutions that we are implementing that are completely reliant on, on minerals China. that exist in China. Yeah. So, I so I've been listening to a. It's okay. I don't love it from. NPR. <laughs> no, it's not NPR. It's uh, it's marketplace. It's called It's Okay. Yeah, no, it's called. Oh. Uh, I don't remember. It's okay. Would be a good podcast. I, I, I don't name. remember what was the name of what's. It? Anyhow, it's marketplace people. 
it's yes. uh, American Public Radio. American Public Radio. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. Uh, they. So she's doing sorry, Mollywood. What, you're talking way too loud. Can you please? No, that's Mollywood. Mollywood can be is fairly abrasive. Can mm. be abrasive. I like her until sometimes. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow, she's doing a whole thing about climate change. Climate change. Been, she's been doing a whole climate change beat for a while. How we survive. That's how. That's, how we, that's, that's what the podcast. That's is. A, how we survive. How and we, her wait, this I'm, entire I'll, season. I'll set you up. I'm sorry. This is uh, How We Survive, brought to you by NPR, okay, and Pfizer. But it's not, right. it's not brought to you by, it's American Public Radio. American Public Media. Don't worry, no. Anyhow, NPR. so she's going through, and the, she's dedicating this entire season, yes. first season of this podcast, to making batteries. How brave. And, well, it's, it's interesting, how, like, shitty of a process it is. How shitty of a process, and... The fighting that's happening uh, as far as extracting cobalt and shit in yeah. lithium in, in lithium in fucking mm-hmm. uh, uh, Native American reservations and stuff, yeah. and just how like how dirty of a process it is, how shitty of a process, yeah. and how like difficult it is. And yeah. they think that they're gonna have an easier way of doing it. It's like I I hate on being like on the idea of on demand energy. Sounds like a shitty premise. It sounds like a bad idea. It sounds it sounds like something where it can be a set of cascading failures if something goes wrong. As far as on demand yeah. energy, yeah, and we've reserve seen that. energy is already <laughs> proven to be a problem. It, right. Well, it's been it's difficult to it's difficult to make it happen. And they're like, oh, we well, need a, the, like we need the, a battery technology breakthrough. Blah 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 blah. Like the excess energy, the the line of oh, you can sell your unused energy back to the right. power company. They don't want it. They, they don't, don't want it. They, they don't, don't want to buy it, and no. they don't have any use for it because it it's. Much like a server, where it's like, ah, no, we're good. We can't do it. It's interesting, you know. The you know, I've talked, you know, listened to about uh, pumping water into a reserve. Sorry, I yelled there. Reservoir. I'm sorry. I no, forgot we were still in NPR. <laughs> Anyhow, I, just how like, but as I'm going through, I'm like, okay, yeah, we need to have some kind of battery revolution. Yes, that's been like on my radar for at least ten years. Mm-hmm. And but it's like, okay, so at no point we're talking about nuclear and no point we're going to talk yeah. about this. And as I hear more and more of your reporting about how shitty and horrible and awful and dirty battery manufacturing is, uh, why are we continuing down this road? I mean, it's insane. Cause climate change is real. And Cli- this, climate this change thing. is real. Of course it's, of course the climate change is all the, okay, about, right? but we don't need but to here's the thing. batteries, batteries and, uh, batteries and hydro and hydro wind and solar are not going to be our saving grace. It's going to be uh, it's going to be uh, nuclear. That's good. Yeah. That's that's the real only way that because theoretically, theoretically that would make the most sense, right? Right. And this is kind of this is again going down to our bumper sticker conversation. It's kind of like everything has to be boiled down to a bumper sticker. And if I can just have right. these bumper sticker points that I can make, then right. that then I can go back and forth with any argument, right? And you can have whatever kind of dialogue you want with people you agree with or people you disagree with. Right. Generally, it's hard to have in this day and age. Excuse me. In this day and age, it's very difficult to have a conversation with someone that you disagree with on yeah. both sides. I mean, both sides are not good at it. Um, uh, I know. I've had a hard time with this. Yeah, me too. <laughs> We've grown a lot. We've grown a lot. But the thing is, is that... You ignorant piece of shit. You shouldn't talk to yourself that way. <laughs> Ouch. Ooh. But Ooh. but boiling it down to a bumper sticker, like I saw Chernobyl, therefore nuclear power is bad. Ugh. And it's like okay, well then what <laughs> we're gonna just stop there. Please I mean, there's, stop there. there's there's a there's a lot of detail to that. There's a lot Do of things. Saw, it's a TV show you saw, by the way, but we're not gonna, you know Which has been fiction I mean, I liked I I listened to it. Craig mm-hmm. Mason is uh, the showrunner for Chernobyl. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I listened to a podcast from him uh, called Script Notes. It's a it's a podcast about screenwriting, about, screenwriters, yeah. and yeah. what things that are interesting to screenwriters. And you know he's very very liberal and X Y and Z blah 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 blah. Right. But it's like oh wow here look at all these I mean there's a lot of factual things. Chernobyl was never going to explode. That like that's not how you know it's not going to be like a nuclear bomb. Mm-hmm. That's not how it works at mm-hmm. all. And uh, yeah, and there's a wonderful there's a wonderful book called Midnight at Chernobyl. I think Midnight at Chernobyl. I'm trying to remember, but that goes through through a literally a minute by minute understanding of what happened at Chernobyl and how things happened and just how absolute people need to understand that the Chernobyl reactor is nothing, nothing like anything else. Like all the functioning nuclear reactors that exist. Any other, like before or after. after. Exactly. It's, it's fucking nuts. Like how, like this thing is like 30 times larger than any other like nuclear reactor. And they literally had to, when it was an operation, had to sit there and babysit it and literally turn Dobbs yeah. and Niles and, you know, keeping hotspots cool and, and, you know, making sure. Homer Simpson kind ho- of thing. Like not even Homer Simpson. I mean, like literally somebody had to sit there and babysit this thing. We can say that actively the, managing it. As compared the to nuclear any, plant in Springfield was not uh, right. it up, was to, a, up to code. No, you didn't have to hit any key. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. any, anyhow, so it's, it's very interesting. I, I enjoyed that book. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it, uh, and I found it very eye-opening. Um, anyhow, that being said, nuclear energy is, is very interesting, and I believe that the advances that are happening are so much more as far as groundbreaking and leaping in technology. Yeah, compared Bill Gates himself, as much as, again, talking to, about like an imperfect to water. I mean, compared to solar and uh, batteries. is mm-hmm. The actual technological advances are happening there. Yeah, Bill Gates, as, as an imperfect tool as he is, I mean, has talked about being like using uh, investing in nuclear energy. I know he's invested a lot of money in nuclear energy, not that the Bill and Melinda Gates is anything but an investment company. But I mean, there's been money put into it. How dare you? I mean, that's They're what it is. Philanthropists. <laughs> Do you, are you familiar with the It's Always Sunny joke when Phil-an, they. Full on rapists. Full on rapists. Yeah. Full on rapists. That's, really, that's a good one. You're what? <laughs> you know, kids and, you know. Kids and old people. It's old a people. little bit of everything. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a good joke. But again, Anyhow. going back to the example, though, of, you know, I don't, I don't agree with Bill Gates on a lot of things. I wouldn't trust him. I think he's one of those people that is actually a giant asshole and just pretends to be a nice guy. Yeah. That's the feeling I get, right? Doesn't matter. But. Again, when you you're looking at his work with nuclear, when you're looking at it, you're like, oh, OK, well, if he's all about, you know, the left leaning agenda, as he says, uh, I mean, yeah. then he theoretically should be against nuclear. And it's not that he's not against nuclear and not, or not that he's for nuclear and against the solar and wind and everything with like that. He's got both of his. He's got all the eggs in one basket. I mean, mm-hmm. he is going for it all. I mean, yeah. and because more likely one of them is going to succeed. And it's like playing a. a Roulette. Also, I, I'm playing all sides. I'm playing all sides. Well, you shouldn't <laughs> tell people you're playing all sides. Uh, my my thing is, I think I believe it, I believe in uh, nuclear. I mean, I believe in nuclear for like large mass production. I I do think that people's development should be continue to be happening in batteries and solar for more like small off grid stuff. I would love to have that be cheaper and continue to be an option for smaller off-grid stuff. Can we just look at Tesla's notebooks? Can we? I mean, we're never going to see the plane crashing into the Pentagon. You think? But that's, can we? Can we just get? You think? Can the FBI just release Tesla's notebooks in his free energy machine? 
Can we just do that? I don't. Can we just take a look at it? I don't can know. we meet can one person that listens to this podcast that knows about this and just saw the schematics that Tesla had dro- drawn up and the, the machines that he built? I mean, can we just kind of look just at it? Understand? Just, just tell me, like, okay, I mean, we, we can get countless videos of flat Earth nonsense and whatever, but we can't get one released, re- like, unredacted version of. Tesla's notebooks that they confiscated as soon as he died. I think we can probably figure that out. I think we can get. Can we, can we do like a petition? You do a heist style. You want to see? Do you want to see a Nikola Tesla heist movie? If they would let it be made, this is the other. This is the other side of that coin. Oh, you know the other uh, what the, the third rail. You know the to third keep ra- to keep on the energy uh, train here. Look at the puns. The puns on top of puns. Ooh. Anyway, the the daggers Nathan is staring at me I right like now because he doesn't like puns. <laughs> but uh, I, fact, yeah, I mean, I, you, I mean, was was that something you? I mean, what do you think about like just a movie of somebody stealing government secrets? <laughs> Outside of uh, what was the national sh- treasure? Yeah, or the Da Vinci Code? Was that? I, I mean, that wasn't. I mean, I guess national treasure was. Uh, the, yeah, that's Nick, probably the Nick most. Cage. I re- I, Did you ever see National Treasure? I've never seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it multiple times. Yeah. Is it okay? I enjoy. It's a fun little romp. Fun little romp. It's a. Fun, I mean, as far as we're gonna get back. As to far this, as a, as far as family. Oh. Action adventure. Gotcha. It's 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 worth it. Like okay. it's. I mean, it's not like if I would say as an adult, National Treasure is my favorite movie. It's such an action-packed fun ride. I love it with all the twists and turns and also historical intrigue. I would be a fucking moron. <laughs> okay. So back to the secrets of Nikola Tesla. Uh, like I would, I would yeah. love, I would love to see a heist movie based around his notebooks. Like I think that is the interesting thing because I mean, the the FBI did come in and he, I mean he was penniless. He was he was pretty damn broke when he died. When was this? Can you give me a? Can you give me a? Nineteen forty three. Nineteen forty three. Yeah. The height, not the height, but like. Middle of the Cold War, yeah. Beginning of the Cold War, yeah. You'd have what was it? The uh, it wasn't the CIA yet, but um, what was it, it called? It, what it was, was it before? What was it Fuck, called? It's, it was called me right now because they started it during World War II. The National Security Service or something like that. Because yeah, that still exists. Mm. Let's do who the Wikipedia page of look. We've been there before. We, we, of course, fun? we've been there. You fuck. You fuck. Yeah, of course. Um. Uh, come on. Uh, come on. Did you? I. I probably need. Look at we clicked on history. Have we done this before? I think we've talked about the. We've talked about the OSS. That's what it was. Office of Strategic Services, which might have been the agency. Yeah. Uh, formed in 42 and dissolved in 45. So the OSS yeah. would be the one that would have stolen Nikola Tesla's. And by the way, they didn't dissolve. That's the old trick. Um, I need I need to rewatch uh, The Good Shepherd. That that movie we watched within the last two years. Yeah. It's that's one of those movies when it was being made. Because you I hate was watching Matt Damon. It. I do. But um, I don't hate Matt Damon. I shouldn't say I hate Matt Damon. You have a strong dislike for Matt Damon? I don't always love Matt Damon. I don't know if that does that qualify differently for you. I don't uh, always love like Matt Damon's in this new, really fucking annoying commercial for crypto dot com and it plays oh, what? forever. It's like a forty five second commercial which feels like an eternity. For crypto dot com, exactly. Matt Damon? Yeah. Not Talking, the last duel? 
No. I mean, there's been a lot of Last Duel commercials. Like, I would like, I would see the Last Duel before I watch this commercial. Speaking of, I, we're going to get back to this, to the OSS. Uh, I just rewatched Goodwill Hunting. Yeah. I don't know why. How did that go for you? Um, it's weird. Like, there's some interesting 1996 going on, for sure. Yeah. There's some interesting. It's like we don't have the internet yet. Yeah, what do you mean, well, really? like well, just like phones, like phones, like phone stuff. As I'm going through, plant, yeah. pal, I'm on my way through uh, Seinfeld as well. It's very interesting. Um, no, it's just like half of it. Half of it resonates, the other half doesn't. Like, well, that sounds like a bunch of bullshit. Now that I have like a supercomputer in my pocket, this doesn't sound fucking right in X, Y, and Z. And it's like, and then I'm like, also thinking about how the fuck did these dumb fucks. When I say dumb fucks, I mean Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Rhodes Scholars, just FYI, just putting that out there. It's like, well, how are they coming up with half this shit? Wait, 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 wait. So it, are either Matt Damon or Ben Affleck a Rhodes Scholar in actual life? Or do no. they play one? Like, in, no. Because that's the thing. Like, I was wondering, like, yeah. I, I was wondering what reality you were going to take, like, no. with it was. Yeah, they're, I, they're I don't, not. They're I don't, just. You'd be amazed uh, the amount of Rhodes Scholars and then their connection the couple, to the, the CIA. The couple, of, the couple of dumb kids. Anyhow, I'm like, oh, this is, this doesn't make any sense. Go anyhow, out in wood, huh? Yeah, anyhow, go out in wood. Anyhow, ready for this? This is really, this. there's one scene where I'm like, I don't fucking remember this at all and this is fucking just some straight up buffoonery there is a scene mm-hmm. okay so uh who's uh who's the german not german guy uh what's uh who's the he's a fan the, there's 85 of them in their family baldwin's <laughs> no uh fuck what's the guy's what? name what are you talking about like the the german or austrian or professor what the fuck's his name Oh, I don't know. I was looking uh, up if the math problems in Goodwill Hunting actually yeah. well, had right. if it was just gibberish or if it was an actual. And here's the other thing. Maybe this is this is me. I'm so outside of my wheelhouse. The idea that there's people just doing mathematical proofs, like <laughs> just getting hired by high end companies, and just to you know really you know just sit there and do math. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't know about that at all whatsoever. This guy. What the fuck's his name? Uh, Stellan Skarsgård, the Skarsgård. There's like a thousand Skarsgård. Look at that! I found your answer. Thank you on this bullshit. Well, on this bullshit thing. Anyhow, uh, Stellan Skarsgård. Uh, I don't remember what the fuck my point was. Where was I at? You were talking. Oh, anyhow, he was setting him up. I was setting old Goodwill Hunting up for some business meetings mm-hmm. against old uh, Robin Williams's. You know, he's like Robin Williams. Like he's not ready yet. He can't go out into the real world. He's still a violent animal. Gotcha. He's gonna fucking fight anything. Yeah. Anyhow, so he's gets set up for a bullshit meeting to go meet with some company about how to do math for them, which still does not make fucking sense to me whatsoever. And he doesn't want to go to that meeting, so he sends dumbass Ben Affleck to go to the meeting, mm-hmm. and it's just. The most buffoonish fucking Ben Affleck scene ever where he's like, I need a retainer. Who, what do you need? Who's got $200 on him? Uh, and they come up with like $73 and he just walks out with $73. And it's the fucking most buffoonish fucking scene I've ever seen. And I'm like, How? this won an Oscar. <laughs> For screen This won an Oscar. Huh. Um. Oh. It's been speculated the character of Will is based on child prodigy William Sidis. Sidis? 
1989 to 1944. Sadis. Sadis. Sure. Why well, didn't see an accent there? So anyway, known uh, for his exceptional accents over. Yeah, known for his exceptional mathematical abilities. Um, I'm not really getting. It looks like they're proving it. it looks. Like I don't the, understand math, quite frankly. This is the math I, I would need a teacher for. Damn it, I'm not good while hunting. This, Fuck. This, this is why I, you know, dropped Damn. out of senior advanced math. <laughs> Did I ever tell you that story? That you dropped out of it? Yeah, I. So I was taking senior advanced, uh, uh-huh. senior advanced math by senior year of high school. Gotcha. We and have to come back to a couple we, things. We, too, yeah, we get there's a th- couple things. Anyhow, so it's senior advanced math. And I'm a senior in high school, and I'm like, I know that I'm going to go into television. I want to go into television or filmmaking or something along that lines. I know, get this, I'm going to be a communication major, and I don't fucking need calculus. I know that. Yeah. I've looked at the requirements. I don't need it. And this is the only class in my senior year, because I didn't, I was a good boy, Mm -hmm. and I went through and I did a lot of my, didn't take a lot of blow-off classes freshman through junior year and this was the only class my senior year that i actually had homework every single day and i hated it mm-hmm. so i'm like i don't need this i'll never need calculus i'm kind of done having to work i'm ready for a blow off for my second semester of my senior year so first day of second semester rolls around mm-hmm. and i go and everybody's lined up who's dropping the class goes up to the professor mr martin professor teacher mr martin is a lovely man he's kind of a bull kind of a bull of a guy kind okay. of a big round rotund gotcha. not rotund but like he he would power lift okay. like as a math teacher and didn't sit with the other teachers and he would just sit there and do mathematic form like proofs hmm. a, a real duck. jack of all traits real odd duck okay i think somebody's here's the other have you thing ever done math problems for fun no i, I have they're, no they're kind of like Certain math is really fucking fun. Anyway, go anyhow, on. so as I'm, so everybody's going up to Mr. Martin to drop class. And you have to walk up to this. You got to walk up. You got to walk. Bear of you, man. This bear of a man and walk up and you have your little sheet of your ad drop sheet. Mm-hmm. And there's probably like ten people in front of me because <laughs> this is what's happening. Because like we're fucking done. Everyone's you know, here. Everybody's yeah. and they're going through. He's going through. Okay, yeah, you signs signs a slip, hands are back. Yeah, you okay? Right, so <laughs> you're like, an idiot. Fine, fuck it. Come, c- gets to me and I just, and he's like, "You, you're dropping this class." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, listen, I know I'm going to be a communication major. I've looked at the requirements. I don't need this <laughs> class. <laughs> I'm going to go take an, I'm going to go take a bullshit math class for my requirement uh, once I get to college, and then I'll be, and then I'm going to be done with math. Quite frankly, <laughs> he's like, "Listen, you're going to get to college, and you're going to say." I needed calculus, and you're going to regret this decision. And then he rips the hand paper out of my hand, signs it real quick, <laughs> thrusts it back, and he's like, you're going to regret this. So that's your version of Goodwill Hunting that happened to and you? And I've never regretted it, ever. <laughs> I've never regretted it. Because it was literally the only class that I'm like, this sucks. I hate having to do actual homework. I took like... A, long, I, a lot of homework. I took like... 10 art classes my senior year. Mm-hmm. I did a lot of pottery. Still not an artist. Still not an artist. A lot of painting. Uh, not a lot of painting. Uh, a lot of screen printing. Printing. That was oh, a great yeah. class. That's fun. I, I enjoyed pottery. I did all these things. I even worked as a like work study. Do you think that would be a good uh, g- a Goodwill Hunting too? Just like where <laughs> just, <laughs> look, just the teacher a, sees promise, but you still go on with it and uh, actually find something like, yeah, fuck, fuck it. it. <laughs> nah. Fuck it. 
Yeah. Uh, so is the is the math and Goodwill Hunting actual math, or is it just bullshit? Well, from uh, from TriplePeakHunting dot com, which was the 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 top. I don't know what top that means. Source that was the top result here. So this is this is good. When you talk, like I can bull. I feel like I can't bullshit you uh-huh. about baseball and football, but I yeah. can bu- I can bullshit enough people about baseball and football. You can have a you can have the casual conversation. Yes. Yeah. You can hit the big bullet points, right. but God I, forbid you. I'm not getting into the weeds. Don't get in the minutia. Yeah. Of anything. Uh, with these math problems, I'm not even. You, I might as well be five streets over. Right. That's where right. I'm at. That's where I'm at. Uh, this this is all. There were two math problems solved by Matt Damon's Sanskrit. character in, in Goodwill Hunting. None of them uh, is unsolved or very difficult problem. Oh, it's not difficult? I love or a very difficult problem. Just just say that. I don't know why the English language is just deteriorated in time okay. in reality. Anyway. Not what we're talking about. Uh, in early versions of the script, Goodwill Hunting, the character Will was a physics prodigy, but Sheldon Ooh. Glasshow of Harvard or at Harvard suggested it'd be about a mathematician instead. A modern physics is typically a group project, whereas doing some mathematical theorem is a singular undertaking very often. That's interesting. Yep. So, uh, so that clearly is just a shift of like, oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. He's like a physics guy. I don't know. He's got he's got the physics. He knows how to do this stuff. He knows how to do. We the didn't do our backstory computer. or have any reference that like most physics projects are group based, which okay, <laughs> right? Which you find along the way, sure, whatever. I didn't know until I read it, but uh, and then da, 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 I love that album, Advanced Phase. No, most physics projects are group based. <laughs> no, that's a that's a song on Advanced Phase. <laughs> who's uh, who's making First that off, album? Advanced Phase would be a great fucking Advanced album. Phase. Yeah. Advanced Phase. Who's making that album? Oh, Kitchen and the Dildos. Oh, oh, Kitchen and the Dildos are making that. No, that's a uh... okay. So we we got to go back. We got to go back a few. Okay, so we t- we okay. hit on Goodwill Hunting. Okay, there was this started with Matt Damon and the Good Shepherd. Okay, Matt Damon and the Good Shepherd works for the CIA. Okay, and then we go back here. We go back to the Office of Strategic Services, the OSS. Okay, and we look down here. The film Julia in Julia in 2009 includes flashback scenes depicting Julia Child's wartime service with the OSS. That's fucking nuts. I don't, having only seen Julia, Julia and Jules, was it Julia? Julia and, I, I've never yeah, seen it. I I've, I've, seen, it I've seen it once. I mean, listen, me and Amy Adams, we go back. Oh, that reminds me too. God, I love Amy Adams. Anyhow, uh, I've seen that movie once. It doesn't matter. Uh, uh, Meryl Streep, right? And Meryl Streep as Julia Child. I do not fucking remember uh, Julia Child working for the OSS. I'm pretty sure she wasn't sitting there like waving a, you know, doing a Bali song, flipping a knife around and stabbing guys. I'm uh, pretty sure. I wouldn't put it past Julia Childs. Child joined the o, uh, the Office of Strategic Services in 1942. She oh. was there prior to Tesla's books being stolen. Ooh. After finding that she was too tall to enlist in the Women's Army Corps, Wax. She was too tall. Or yeah, we're like, yeah, you bet you can. Yeah. You can't fit in a foxhole. Listen here, yeah. And that's the only time I'll call. Motherfucker. I'll only call Julia Child's a bitch that one time. Listen here, you, you oh. lanky lady. You don't get to be in a foxhole, with the men. <laughs> There's no way you can be driving well, no, truck the, on the front. This is the women's army corps. This is this is with. She, I bet it was because she was too tall for a foxhole. Quite yeah. honestly. Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, we'll get back to whatever. how tall. I don't know if they just don't have a uniform for. We don't have a car <laughs> for a broad as big as you are. <laughs> okay. That's what they so said. she was too tall to enlist in the, in the <laughs> wax, fucking nuts. or or in the United or in the U.S. Navy's waves, which was the uh, 
they're not going to give it to us, what the acronym was. It was the women's branch of the Navy. She began her OSS career as a typist at its headquarters in Washington, but because of her education and experience, soon was given a more responsible position as a top-secret researcher working directly for the head of the OSS, General William J. Donovan. This is nuts. This is insane. And going back to the movie... Let's just get read the description here real quick. Okay. Uh, where we go back to uh, Julia Child. Yeah, just the because re- it's not even in. I guess it's, it's in films. It's in films. It's I, in I was films. Missing, so I you're scrolled just, up. You're right there. Julie it, the and film Julia. Julia and Julia includes flashback scenes depicting Julia Child's wartime service. This is that should be the whole movie. Julia Child doing research for the precursor to the CIA. That's nuts. And there's a whole other. There's three did, more paragraphs here, bud. Oh, oh, I'm well. No, and no, we're not going to read through this. No, but I'm like, not, no, that's nuts. That's for you to right now pause the podcast <laughs> and go and do, read. Do yourself a favor and go read. You want to watch an entire movie about Julia Child doing OSS research? If that was anywhere part of the trailer for Julia and Julia, I would have been like, "What the? Well, this should have been its own movie." You want to make an alternate reality movie where Julia Child's like is stabbing guys with a volley song? Oh. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, the Nazis are big fans of lanky ladies, so I, I learned, can just sleep right in. thing is, I learned to cook a lot from Julia Child, okay, so uh, I, I would have... Oh. I think she would do a lot. I know. prepared a lobster bisque. That's poisonous. Lobster bisque is poisonous? That could be. Could be. I mean, no oh. one ever suspects the chef. No, I think a lot of people think? suspect the chef. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sit there and stab you with the Bali song. So anyway, I want to look at I want to look at Tesla's uh, notebooks. Yeah, because what what is supposedly uh, here's the deal. And what, 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 I'm pleading. I'm going to wrap this here. up, and we're going to. I'm get, pleading ignorance. Okay, you're r- wrapping up Bali song. Well, Julie Child. I feel we've expo- I feel like we've discovered a lot. I feel if we're going to go back to NPR voice, I feel like we've really learned a <laughs> we've lot really today. Learned. Um, I'm going to do some more research on Julia Child being part of the OSS. I think that's fascinating. I'm going to. I'd like to see I'm going to uncover all these hyperlinks. Uh, she went to fucking China. Uh, that's now she, Sri Lanka. She was in Sri Lanka. There was U-boats involved. There's, there's all these things. Shark repellent is in one of these things. I don't, I don't, okay. we don't have to go through and read all of it, but we're going to do some more research here. We found this out. I already loved her enough from just the cooking that was on yeah. PBS and uh, with you the French make, dude. It's almost like a, uh, almost a, uh, what's it called? The Abraham Lincoln vampire slayer. But more uh, based in reality. Well, just I mean, I mean, I mean a little bit. I mean, listen, they talked a lot about him cutting trees in the, in that lot. book. Yes. Child <laughs> solution was to experiment with cooking various concoctions as a shark repellent. Like she was working on cooking a shark repellent. Okay, that's, that's nuts. Which were sprinkled in the water near the explosives and repelled sharks. Still in use today, the experimental shark repellent marked Child's first foray, foray into the world of cooking. Is it, if, hold on, is it's it no a, longer experimental? If it's being still being used, it's no longer experimental, well, the, right? Now we're getting back to the vaccines, okay? So it depends <laughs> on if all the fucking, it's still I mean, we're still doing, we haven't like tested it at all, but we're still fucking doing it. We're still using it and it's still experimental because the experiment's still going on. If you are at a trivia night, Nathan yes. loves trivia nights. I'm To be fair, I love trivia nights I mean, too. I, it, I, I love a good I trivia night. I think it's a good night. time. But if you're at a trivia night and you are asked the question, what was the thing that Julia Childs first cooked that got her into cooking? What was her first foray into cooking? The answer is shark repellent. And if you say the answer is shark repellent and everyone's like, what the, the fuck are you talking, you talking about? about? Just no, write no, down listen. shark repellent and we will win this fucking round. <laughs> right. This is fucking nuts. I almost want to put together a trivia night and just pepper that question in, honestly. 
So yeah, anyway. I want to I want to make I want to make a uh, Julia Child's um, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. And we can do that, and then the second the, the sequel to Goodwill Hunting, where you know the, the just, math teacher is like, not Robin Williams at all, <laughs> and he's like, "What the fuck? You shouldn't do I, this." I want to tell you right now, Mr. Martin was not was not Robin Williams, Dead Poet Society, or Goodwill Hunting. No, not that kind of guy. I do. But uh, is there room for a movie with a teacher like that? Here's, here's the deal: what I still use every now and then uh, for Mr. Martin is he would always go, "I say to myself, self." I do this and mm-hmm. you know and I say to myself how do I do this and I say self this is how I you know equal these uh, fractions or whatever the fuck ever he also referred to his wife as wifey mm. I tested that a little bit no go <laughs> that's a no go that's she shut that shit down fast but hubby's does she call you hubby no 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 what's your pet name that you have for your wife and that she has for you oh uh, I, I don't know if she I don't think we don't necessarily have one. I can't think of the ones. That I have. refer to her as dear. Dear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But more like in a formal setting. I guess. Yeah. Dear. Can you take a look at this, please? Mm. And, you know, that kind of a thing. Got you. And then Very more, formal, by the way. And then more baby. Baby. In private. Uh, in private. <laughs> baby. <laughs> Not MPI voice. That's that's Barry. <laughs> Barry Matt, baby. Matt. Um, uh, so anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so back to Tesla's notebooks. Okay. Okay. And then, then we got to wrap this around to Amy Adams because I got a thing for ABMs to tell you yeah, too. You got a thing for Amy Adams all right. Don't we? I've seen the poster. Don't we all? <laughs> you, know. you should. She's tremendous. Anyway, so Nikola Tesla has basically had uh, fr- a free energy machine is, a, is what's widely speculated to be in the in the notebooks. And, in, that's, and not just like a notebook. This is not like, again, a bumper sticker condensed like there's one notebook that has it all. It's, it's a bunch of the Goodwill hunting style math problems, I'm sure. And a okay. lot of gibberish to people if they would ever do it, but um, yeah, there's there's a lot of notebooks. So we'll see if we can get a number. Let's see. Do yeah, we still have we, Tesla's? Tesla's. Well, that's CIA. I know. I was wondering if we still British have commandos. The... I kind of want to want to watch that movie with him and uh, who is who played Tesla? Was it Ewan McGregor? I think I saw. Was it? Oh no! There was a movie about uh, f- the fight. Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke. It wasn't that one. There is a movie about him fighting uh, Edison. I'd like to watch that fight. Yeah, I think it's focused more maybe on Edison. Of course, as all history does. And Westinghouse. Don't get me started. Now that that be that would be an interesting movie had it been told in a way that like was true to both sides. Well, I mean, I think they. I mean, they showed Edison being a piece of shit because Edison was a piece of shit. And spent a lot of his career just trying to debunk what Tesla was doing. Yeah. I mean, with uh, with That's doing his... That's a great drunk history, by the way. Well, yeah, it is a great <laughs> drunk history, isn't it? Yeah. Um, let's think if we can find it. <laughs> oh, look at this shit. Oh, what's... I'm trying to remember who it was. Who played Tesla uh, in that drunk history? The Notebook? Well, we'll just go right to the source here if we can. Yes. Yes. So I don't know For if the this Edison is the one. Machine. But, uh, okay. but again, because I mean, these notebooks were never seen by the public. From they were just marshals. From the, they were just Only confiscated. Captains of industry and high-ranking government officials have been able to see this, uh, along with the secret swamis from the far east. 
Well, you take you look that's back. That's what it sounds like. That's what the entire everything was in black and white, and they all sounded. Like ah. that. I thought that as a kid when I went into Subway for the first time, and the, the old Subway decor that they used to have, where it was a bunch of old. I, I I had I was picturing a sandwich shop for a long time, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? First time I went to a Subway. Oh, like, a Subway sandwich uh, shop. <laughs> I expected all these green vegetables to No, be... a Subway sandwich shop. Oh, oh. No, I was talking oh, about... Oh, I was the decor. Okay. The decor of a Subway sandwich oh, shop. okay. You remember... Yes, I do. The old-timey, the, yes. They used to have the old-timey photos. And I remember I was, you know, six or seven, whatever age I was. I wasn't, you know, 18. Um, but I was <laughs> The like, first time you went to a Subway? I was like, yeah, I was, I mean, privileged life, you know? <laughs> Footlongs before the $5. Yeah. Whatever happened to Blimpy, by the way? Whatever happened to Blimpy? Um, but anyway, I remember looking like, man, was everything black and white back then? I mean, what's going on here? Did they not have colors of anything back then? I mean, that'd no. been crazy to live through. They haven't invented color yet. But going back to Nikola Tesla here, like his life was to sell inventions that he had to industry. <laughs> so right. he was dealing with the, uh, the, the Titans of the world and everything like that. Titans and of industry. Exactly. So his idea of a free energy machine, which he was got would have had funding for or some type of savings for to at least experiment on thinking that this is going to be a revolutionary idea in yeah. industry and then bringing it to corporations and like free energy. The fuck, fuck are you talking, talking about? about? Yeah, no, no, no. This is not an altruistic endeavor here. How this are we going to make sandwiches? How are we going to make sandwiches? No, we got to make the money is made by the power being used. And that's how we, we charge money to make the power. Yeah. What does this company make? They make money. Of course. Right. Anyway, so the, the the long and short of it is there's there's these Tesla notebooks that are probably in a bin somewhere in the FBI or CIA. That uh, see, I think there's a movie there. I mean, there's probably a movie uh, there. A couple, no. of, you know, I talk about Goodwill Hunting. All right, here we go. A couple of physics physics students, grad students. We by take, the way, yeah, well, of course, grad students. We we stay true to the original. Right, and I think uh, no, and just they uh, well, Goodwill. He was he turned twenty one in that movie. Mm-hmm. So he was he was supposed to be an undergrad, mm-hmm. but he was still banging Mini Driver, who I think, by the way, Mini Driver, when did fucking Gross Point Blank come out? For their, And he was like supposed to be their 10-year college reunion, high school reunion. Was it 10-year or 20? Well, Mini Driver, I mean, she's, Mini, she's timeless. I she's guess. timeless, yeah. I guess. I mean, she still looks 26. Does she? I don't know. I don't know. When was the last time you saw Mini Driver? It's been a while. Yeah. And Anyhow, uh, like I was saying, yeah, so a couple of uh, grad students who were like, after hearing an old-timey, like, fucking German professor, oh, no, 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 Tesla, this is real. I put eyes on it. I worked for the government for exactly three weeks until I got caught with a prostitute and got kicked out because I was compromised. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is, uh, this is it. I saw it with my own eyes. I was only able to look for it at a couple of minutes, but they exist. They were at this building. And a little heist movie, a little heist movie, a little heist movie, but with a couple of. So you think that you think we're going to be able to make a movie about grad students breaking into a government building to steal the notebooks that would create a free energy machine? Yes, because I'm not in sure. Hollywood. I don't think it really exists. The the notebooks. Yeah. Why? Would I mean, it? I'm sure the notebooks. Ex- I'm sure Nikola Tesla's notebooks is, exist. Whether or not there is a free energy machine, that's the that's the that's actual a thing and not like theoretical stuff that doesn't exist. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Newenergy.org. We'll just go with the newenergy.org. Well, there's a whole you, there's YouTube videos. 
that's my trusted source. <laughs> well, I went with this. Um, device to harness free cosmic energy claimed by Nikola Tesla. Again, he was working on it. Like, again. Being able to tra- transmit. How is radiant energy received work, receiver worked? He was working on it. Zero point energy. You mean like from the Incredibles? Energy directly from the atom. Again, I think this should at least prove that Nikola Tesla was working yeah, on it in some way, shape, or form. I mean, this is not like a... He wasn't working on a crispier potato chip. Let's put it that way. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if he Well, I'm sure he could make a crispy yeah, potato chip. I bet he could chip. make a real good fucking potato chip. I bet he could. Did Nikola Tesla leave us the From key? Gaia. <laughs> Jeez. Dream to free... Dream to hear. There's just a dream to free it. Uh, electricity. Even if he just dreamed of it. From the fifth state... Even if you just dreamed of it. it just, yeah, Updated it, September 7th. Look at that. Look at that. You yeah, tell me that big, dude wasn't working on it? Yeah, he made a giant Tesla coil. Yeah. Yeah. Man or magician. He dreamed of free electricity for all. Yeah. Tesla's long-held dream was to create a source of inexhaustible clean energy that was free for everyone. He strongly opposed centralized coal-fired power stations that spewed carbon dioxide into the air that humans breathe. Can we get a site? <laughs> Can we get a source on that? No, no, I'm just saying oh. that, that, that's a bold fucking claim that I, that's you, you love or hate Wikipedia. At least there there would be citation needed. You don't the trust the the fifth, the fifth, fifth estate dot com dot ignorant, unimaginative people consumed by self-interest. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like most titans of industry are. What was the, what's the word? Yeah. I mean, if you want to go through, we can go through. It's just not really interesting podcasting to like scour the Internet. for. Yeah, I, know, I don't want to do that. General. I'm not going to do that. You can at least come to the conclusion that it was in his mind he, to do and he yes. had worked yeah. on it. And therefore there work. are worked. So he would just talk about it. He'd just be like, I, mean, no, I, I dream like, of it, but I, you know what? I, I, I'm I not can, a man of doing, so I I'm just going to... sketch this out. I can sketch this out and... Correct. That's what I'm saying, and, and though. That's, and in, then I'm moving on. Those notebooks, then I moved on my own thing. But then in those notebooks is what he sketched out. And it was important enough that the day he fucking died, the FBI or CIA or OSS I wonder how worried they in. were about the atom bomb. Do you think he, like, I wonder if they were sure. worried about him? It doesn't, it doesn't have to be directly linked no, to, to free energy. Free energy was the conversation we were on when I brought up that, I want which you is to, what I'm talking I w- about. Right now, if you could stop what you're doing and write your senator. Quora.com. <laughs> I love it. The most quality of references. I love it. If you could write your well, senator saying going to get us. we should... <laughs> we should... Uh, why did the government confiscate Nikola Tesla's free energy machines? Well, that's a loaded thing because we never, here's a, never said here's that. Here's the real, here's the re- the glory, good, beautiful part of it is that it's all spelled correctly in that question. It's true. So it wasn't written by an eighth grader. There so we is got, a, that, got that going for us. Someone looking for an answer. This is a this is a captain pilot. I mean, this is asking why they confiscated the machines. They never. Uh, it's not to my knowledge. They never confiscated machines i know they did ransack his small apartment but the notebooks is what i'm focusing on mike former (laughs) self-employed i don't like that now (laughs) the the government never confiscated anything from tesla he's the author of twenty-five thousand answers on quora what the fuck (laughs) oh man Ooh, this is just tom watkins navy consulting analyst teacher cop cynic skeptic jeez this is a Tom Watkins. The government never confiscated anything from Tesla. Jeez. 
Tom Watkins looks like a. I mean, if you're putting this picture of a hobo, I was gonna say, is it a hobo or a per- picture of like someone from Planet of the Apes? Because it's a very small yeah. thumbnail for me, and I, that's all I can really see. It's oh, like geez. bad prophecy. No. And here, will electricity be solar powered and free for all humans by 2025? No. Here's the answer. Hold on, I got it. In the early 1900s, Nikola Tesla had the idea to distribute electricity to homes wirelessly. His giant Tesla coil power from Colorado would near completion. Nikola estimated that blah, 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 blah. I can't even fucking. Estimated that he would send power to hundreds of homes no. with, in several square miles. He had received research and development funding from George Westinghouse, Westinghouse. Uh, who had been giving Tesla money for the previous two years in hopes of using Tesla's technology in his business dealings. When Westinghouse found out that Tesla's plan was to distribute the electricity for free and that there was no way to meter out the amount of electricity each person used on his wireless power network, Westinghouse burned down the research facilities, including the giant Tesla coil tower. And stopped all funding for Tesla. He began to campaign to oppose or erase any concept of Tesla's ideas about wireless power. Nikolai Tesla, one of the greatest scientists and inventors in American history, died penniless. That attitude expressed by Westinghouse is that power will never be free. You forgot one interesting little word in that sentence. That attitude expressed by Westinghouse is why. Why power will never power be free. Power will never be free. So yeah. this is what that's. It's true. It's true, and I think we already agreed on that. I think we agreed that the co- the corporation saying even if he just took his money and ran, because again, checks and balances back in the what thirties. Who's gonna? Here's who's the, who's sending. Like here's some money. You, like we're paying you to be an investor. Who's or gonna an operate? Who's gonna operate this power? I don't know. If there's free power being pushed through Tesla coil, somebody's got to be operating. So that electricity has to be generated and has he, to be operated by somebody. People listen to our podcast. Is it going to be the podcast. government? People listen to our podcast for a lot of th- reasons. Us explaining uh, electricity or Tesla's theoretical ideas is not one of them. No, but who would be operate? Who who would be operating that know, facility? Bud. I don't know. Well, if it's, it's not somebody making money, that means it's the government. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know, man. You I don't know. Like, okay. But you already agreed earlier in this podcast that if a free energy source would be a, a non-starter for people that want to make money and control uh, yeah, the revenue nobody, stream. Nobody wants to, hey, because guess what? Now- People want to make money. So in the production of- People The charging of energy, now that is not really discussed. If you, had mm-hmm. a, if you went to a corporation and said, hey, we have a free energy source that you can charge, this is also like with mm-hmm. um, the automotive industry is a good analogous example of- mm-hmm. How long were they sitting on electric cars or water powered cars or any amount of patents for any amount of things that yeah. they would buy them all up? How long did the like, cigarette industry know how bad cigarettes were for everybody? Exactly. I mean, yes, I get it. So, so again, you're going to. That's why I ride my bike everywhere. He doesn't ride his bike everywhere. I don't. No. I've got too much camera equipment. I got to move it around. And uh, they're run by batteries, and that means you're a horrible person. I've been saying that for years. You do not own a single rechargeable AA battery. Well, because they suck. No, they don't. They're fine. Yeah. I own multiple ones. What do you do with them then? Recharge them and use them. But how for how long? Until they're charged. 
No, I just take it and I throw them right into a river. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right into a river. I take it and I get a nice little box full so, of dead batteries and I dump them right in the river because that's what I know that the catfish like. Okay, so we got two. And that's a good way. That's an old trick. That's an old wise tale. <laughs> it's an old trick. It's an old nice old trick. There. To trick uh, or to uh, trick the catfish. That's what you're doing. You're tricking the catfish. I'm tricking the catfish. That's what my um, daddy said. Yeah. You're going to go trick the catfish tonight. Oh, dad, that's a lot of batteries. Well, and that's why they call it catfishing on the internet. It's because you're tricking. Tricking. But you, tricking you, you, you catfish. Trick the old catfish. Oh, trick that old catfish. You give him a battery. <laughs> give him a battery. So back to Amy <laughs> Adams. Now we're doing. Okay, now, now okay. we've done. We've now done we're a done. Good okay. job. Like yeah. Nikola Tesla, he had thought about free energy he's writing in his everybody, I think everybody's thought about free energy but not as everyone's as smart as Nikola Tesla I've so. been saying that for years so you think he was smart smarter than the average bear yeah yeah smarter than goodwill hunting uh, that I don't know because one of them is a fictional character <laughs> written by Matt Damon and Ben Affleck of all fucking people so this is where we're going to tie this conversation so Amy Adams my uh, so my wife and I we we were out on Saturday night we watched the, the Braves uh, uh, win Game three or game uh, four. Game four of uh, the World Series. Whew! And they're they're one win away, bud. Yeah. Okay, they're one. Well, win how about away. they fucking up last night, huh? They didn't fuck up last night. That was a tr- strategic move, and we, we no. Don't what are you talking about? about? It's just str- no, whatever. It doesn't. It, it is and for reasons that again, like I'm not gonna. Sit we're there not gonna and get pre- into this. Pretend like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Exactly. But just no one strategically loses a game. No, no, no. You didn't strategically lose the game, but you didn't. Uh, you didn't throw out their best pitchers. Let's just put it that way. Okay. They weren't in a position to win the game. Whatever. We're not talking. Whatever. About whatever. That. Okay. Don't don't get me started on. Okay. Okay. Watch how quickly I moved on. Ready? Bobby's ready to wind up. So uh, then we when we came home and then we uh, we were we were watching some TV, and as a joke, I just put on the fighter, you it's know, because I came across and I was like, yeah. and it was already late. Yeah, and it's uh, too late to watch the entirety of the fighter, so I'm just gonna put on late. the fighter. It's, yeah, that's kind of as a joke. Thing. Kind of as a joke. This happened with Waterworld. I did this with yeah, Waterworld. Right. It's like I'm putting this on way too late, and we watched the entirety, entirety of Waterworld. Because Water, Water it's a good movie, kids. Yeah, and so we did this with uh, with Nicola uh, Tessa wasn't wrong. No. He did say those in the notebooks too. That yeah, Waterworld. Waterworld's <laughs> a good movie. And 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 the fighter. Is and a good the fighter. Movie. Oh, so yeah. we, we started watching The Fighter and I'm just like, God damn it. I don't know if I mean, there's some movies that you just really love and for It's good. Just no other reason than that just are perfect movies. I don't know. If per- it's it's one of those movies you can't is, shut off. Is Fighter a perfect movie? It's a hard movie to shut off. Not honestly. you. Not you. Well, we got to the point where um, right before the HBO documentary aired, and I'm like, okay, got it. it that's, this a good, is, that's a good closing point. We can stop it right here and pick right back up. I wanted nothing else than to just start it over again the next day. I was like, I just want to pick up where we left off. And oh, I was just wondering movies that you would put on that are like, well, I'm going to put it on as a joke because I knew she wanted to go to bed. Mm. And then both her and I were like, you know, an hour later, you're still, still watching, watching the, the fucking fighter because it's. It's really good. What that doesn't movies? work. That does not work for my wife. No, no. But what are movies that you put on? Like, what would you say are your some of your top movies that you put on? No matter how many times you've seen them, and you just you can't shut them off, or you know even you know a good point where you can shut them off. Uh, Captain Phillips. Okay. <laughs> I say that because last night I was laying in bed. This just, is why you're not honest with. And people. I'm just I'm I'm lying in bed, and it's just like all of a sudden like. I don't know. I wish I should watch another episode of Seinfeld. And then it's just like, well, fuck, there's Captain Phillips, I guess. Why not? And then just falling asleep to the sweet sounds of fucking Captain Phillips like a fucking weirdo. And I'm, just, I'm like, I woke up, I'm like, oh, 
Oh, the smallies are on the boat. I fell asleep. Okay, I gotta go to bed. <laughs> were you were you lying in bed or were you like watching? Yeah, this? I was lying in bed. So were you were you watching on your phone? Yeah, I'm just watching Captain Phillips on my phone, just kind of like, hey, what? <laughs> I'm gonna, anyhow. So back to your original question. I, it's <laughs> fucking insane. I recognized it as insane. That's why I brought it up because it's so I'm like, what the fuck? I, I guess I'm gonna watch Captain Phillips and fucking fall asleep because that's mm-hmm. okay. That's what I'm doing right now. Okay. I haven't revisited yet today, so I got that going for me. Maybe tonight. Who knows? Who's to say? Uh, as far as like movies, I would come. I would come home. Like I can only think think of two movies mm-hmm. that were kind of go to for me, especially like more in college. Uh, there was Rounders. Okay. Matt Damon mm-hmm. <laughs> again. It's topical. Come it's back. Topical. Come back. Uh, I really, uh, for some reason, I really enjoyed Rounders. I yeah. like. I, there's something about the vibe that I really liked, mm-hmm. um, and then also Matt Damon. Ocean's Eleven. I, I like. I like. I enjoyed the caper aspect of it. I thought it was something you could drop in and out. And it's just like, uh, let's just uh, watch uh, fucking Ocean's Eleven. You know, you might as well. And just pop them on and then just put it on. No matter the time of night. Uh, yeah, it was, I mean, it was generally, generally I come home. I'm gonna cook a frozen pizza and watch mm-hmm. fucking Ocean's Eleven for no good reason. Because I remember, I remember uh, they, when they did the I love the '80s and '90s and stuff on VH1. Yeah, I remember the the person that gave the description of this kind of movie was John Mayer, and when he was describing what the fuck? big, okay. I know this is so weird, but okay. th- I, it stuck with me ever since I heard okay. it. It was so John Mayer was describing the movie Big, and he said it was one of those movies that when it was on TV, it doesn't matter if like you just got out of the shower and you're just sitting on the bed. With, you're, just, you're just naked and you're just like sitting there watching the movie and you just don't put on clothes because you, you're just sitting there you're watching sitting there watching big and just you just you don't you have to stop what you're doing and continue to watch it until it's uh-huh. over just one of those movies and that always just big is not it for me big is not it for me it <laughs> I is can't for john mayer b- but you know okay. but it's one of those movies like again i go back to the fighter or i go you know to your examples that yeah, you gave like i think i think the fighter is an excellent if, if those movies are on i'm like well I'm, I'm better not be doing anything for the next you know two hours because yeah. i'm gonna be either going to bed or watching this movie to completion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of completion. This could be a podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We appreciate it. Click on the links below. Support the show in any way possible. Yeah, I I mean, support the show. Tell your friends. Listen to it to completion. That's what I really want you to do. To completion. To completion. And uh, if if you ever find yourself falling asleep to Captain Phillips and other sweet sounds by Tom Hanks, big or otherwise... I just let us know with a five-star review. Say, fell asleep to big again tonight. Good night. (laughs) 